When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. Lakers Fast Break Podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here for Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. I told you I needed some water just to get my Pop Culture Cosmos voice ready. So, please. Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source, and of course, the great folks out there. If you can, please like, share, subscribe, follow, or do whatever it is that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break. If you can, please give us that five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, again, subscribe to us today on YouTube so you can get the latest notifications when we go live on the air. And I'm hoping, very much hoping, as Joe puts out his one and five fingers, that we can actually be live. I think we're live on at Courtside Lakers on Instagram. So I want to go ahead and say hello to all the thousands and thousands of uh, subscribers right there for us right out there on at Courtside Lakers. And a big shout out to Henry, who was part of our awesome playback.tv slash Lakers fast break coverage for tonight's game. It was truly a pleasure meeting you and also talking to you. And hopefully you will be a part of what we're doing going forward. But we are now live on uh, not only Trovo, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook but also hopefully Instagram as well. So if you get a chance, please like, follow, share, subscribe, and do whatever you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Lakerholics.com, be part of the great conversations today that they're having at Lakerholics.com with Jamie's tweets, five things, and Laker Tom's great articles and trade proposals right there for you at Lakerholics.com. Our good friends at Lakersball.com, go ahead and join Joe Sorrell today as he is all over Lakersball.com. Plus, if you want your lawn transformed into something much more special than it is today, and probably after all the rain in California, you need it, and you live in the Southern California area, please go ahead and check out Simblades, Simblades with a Y.com. Plus, our good friends of the Hoop Pets Podcast Network. And if you can, please support all that. It is sincerely appreciated. Please support all oh, that. It is, it is sincerely appreciated. Oh, that's great. That's somebody's playing me on playback. Yes, that is Jamie. Was that me on Instagram? I'm hoping it no, is. No, no, I, I, I don't know. YouTube. I, I, I was, okay, I was I'm on I'm, somewhere. I'm that's good to know. All right. So at least we're not dead yet. But <laughs> Zangerstein says all-time poor defensive performance. 
You think <laughs> with Shangun running wild all over the Lakers, looking like a Hall of Famer, looking better than Jokic? Sugar Shangun tonight. Yes. Sugar and kidding Shingun. aside, Zanger side said they do need a win. They did need a yeah. win tonight because coming in after two incredibly poor losses that were calls against us that they should have won, should have been turned around in our favor. I actually got a you, Jamie. I actually last night I got Joel Embiid grabbing. Grabbing Russell. The minute report said there wasn't a foul, and it's, okay, it's, there's a there's a thumbnail on YouTube that says otherwise, and I'll leave it at that. So I will say that throw again, the link, throw the link in the YouTube chat. You throw the link in the YouTube chat. So Jamie. regardless of all that, as I'm going to go ahead and give a synopsis of the game, the Lakers coming off those two really close losses needed to go ahead and get back into win column. And wouldn't you know it, the 10 win Houston Rockets served one up <laughs> for us, but it unfortunately as the rest of the season, it didn't come easy. The Lakers got out to several double digit leads, but like an accordion, they always seem to go ahead and do what they can to not enjoy the prosperity, especially when with LeBron out of the game. Because every time LeBron went out of the game, the Lakers really just shrunk the lead, didn't know what to do. He would come back in. It would go back out. He'd sit back down. It'd get shrunk up, back in, back out, until finally in the fourth quarter was a back-and-forth battle with Houston really there close by trying to scare us. But with the Lakers, only with two turnovers the entire game and a great performance from LeBron James with 48 points, eight rebounds, and nine assists, and a plus 19, the Lakers do end up on the right side of victory for once, pulling away on free throws at the end, 140 to 132. And here today to talk about today's game are awesome people indeed once again big shout out to henry with courtside lakers thanks so much for allowing us to be part of the courtside lakers and thank you for being part of playback.tv coverage we're going to start off today with a good man indeed first man up first man here first man gets up and that is the man behind like lakerholics.com his five things articles are there for you today along with laker tom's articles as well it is jamie sweet aka yami swoot is in the house there you go, in the drug-free zone, according to Joe Zorro. But I will say that the game today, as Zangerstein saying, was like, this is the one of the worst teams in the NBA, and we barely got a victory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, the Lakers will take – I think we said the same thing about Charlotte or somebody a couple weeks back or a week or so back. We'll take them where we get them, man. Like, this team can't be picky about its wins. No NBA team can be, uh, but especially this Laker team. And it would seem that the league got the message and LeBron got to the line, uh, double digits. Russ got to the line uh, as well, quite a bit. Um, You know, I'm sure that I'm sure thumbnail gate uh, will resonate for all of uh, 16 to 27 hours. uh, And then we'll move on. But um doesn't matter. It's a loss from last night. It's a win tonight, and that's all that matters. Uh, these things aren't defined in the last three seconds. It's a slow build to a definition in the last few seconds. So I like that they came back with a win. I agree. You would like to see LeBron not play so many minutes, have to exert so much energy in a win like this, but this team doesn't have enough talent. <laughs> so uh, it's, it's not a surprise that 
they're overly reliant on. I mean, I think we've seen here early in the Darvin Ham era that it's hard to come into your first. You, you can be a, a, an assistant on a really great team. Luke Walton had the same problem. You could be an assistant on a really great team uh, and do a lot of great things as an assistant coach. But when you are, when the buck stops with you and you have to, you have to, you know, as Z is saying on the chat, game manage on a game to game elite at an elite level consistently on a game to game basis. And like Joe, like Joe and I talked about last night, have last second executions you can go to. It's, it's, it's a lot to, it's a lot for a rookie coach to, uh, to overcome with what he has to work with. Um, I think Darvin Ham's doing a C plus job with this team, in my opinion, right now, C plus to B minus at times, but for the most part, I would say C plus. Um, so we got this win against Houston. Uh, I don't, you know, Houston's got some young and some young up and coming players on their roster. We don't fare up well against energetic teams anyway, and Houston and you know OKC and Memphis are energetic teams, and so it won't be. Uh... <laughs> yeah, Gary, it is a win. Everybody's going lower than my grade F. <laughs> anyway, I, I think that F is definitely being harsh on Darvin Ham. You have to, you can only build a house to the best of the tools matter. Joe can speak more on how the tools matter uh, to get a job done the right way, but uh, you know the tools Darvin Ham has to work with are, are not, they're not, there's two good tools. One of them's broken all the time and <laughs> it, it falls off a lot after that. So anyway, I'm glad we got to win. Glad we got to win indeed, but also here today to talk about today's game. Also is a good man. Indeed. You got to go ahead and check out what he's doing today as Ox 1947 right there for you at Lakersball.com. It is Joe Sorrow and Joe Sorrow just wanted to go ahead and mention that Howard Hill said in a very close match, the win can be defined in the last few seconds. Ham should have called a timeout when Westbrook fumbled the ball last night. Yes. You know, we, that is last night. The mistakes were yep. made, uh, you know, regardless of whether you could say that, you know, the timeout is going to be called or not. Your thoughts, though, on what Darvin Ham is doing, at least for, to, for tonight. Sorry, guys, my light just ran out of battery. I need to plug it in. Yeah, I know. It's like you went mysterious on us. But I'll, I'll keep up. I'll 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 answer the question. Uh, now we're all kind of now we all are kind of like glue and blue. I'll, I'll answer the question and then I'll I'll, I'll get back to the to the regularly regular regular setup uh, after right. I, I shift to Sean. A little bit smaller angle, so it makes you look less. Good, good, good. So tonight's game was utterly boring, beyond boring. <laughs> it's sad to say that considering LeBron had an, an all-time game for a guy. 20 years into the league. I believe that was his third 40-point game, tying Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for 40-point games after the age of 38. MJ uh, with the Wizards had eight. And the way LeBron's going, uh, I, wouldn't, I, won't be, I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up getting close to that, too, before the end of the season. Uh, we're, we're probably going to have to start preparing for LeBron's passing of Kareem here in the next week or so. Because that's likely what's going to be the highlight of the 2022-2023 season. We're not getting any definite answers on what's going on with AD. I hear he was coming back. He was supposed to come back by now. And now it's turning into he might be back before the All-Star break. Uh, 
I don't know if I believe that because if he hasn't done full court running yet, I don't see how that's going to change in the next two weeks. He still has to get his stamina. He still has to do a lot of things. And of course, his pain threshold seems to be at a low level. What's good is there will be a closure here in about three weeks. The Lakers are going to do absolutely jack squat at the deadline, unless it's some piddly BS third tier, fourth tier player for nothing. And that will essentially be the submission for the season. So I want everyone to prepare for that because I have zero confidence. And if we <laughs> over and over again, we have zero confidence in any aspect of this team. Tonight, with other than Rob Palenka's ability to hide a, from every single person in the Los Angeles area, we let I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Exceptionally we, skilled. We let we let a uh, the worst team in the NBA score 132 points on our on us. I keep telling you guys this. This is a pride. This is a I don't even know what what word to use because it doesn't exist right now with anyone. There is no. There is nothing. There is nothing to stand on with these guys. They have no feeling of any dominance. They are just kind of coasting. They're going to do their thing. They're going to do the stuff they want to do. They're not going to do the stuff that needs to get done. Uh, tonight, while they got to win, and they got to win really because LeBron played out of his mind. He, he shot 5 of 10 from 3. He hit 11 of 12 from the free throw line. He was as efficient and as good as he's ever been. And if he has 38 points tonight, guys, 38, yeah. hell, if he had 40 points tonight, we lose. We lose the game. It is terribly run in every facet of the game. The only reason why they're winning some of these games is pure talent from guys like LeBron and Schroeder going nuts on occasion and uh, the 50-50 guy, you know, 50-50 being Russell Westbrook, the the two steps forward, two steps back. He's not a two-one, uh, or I should say one and two. He's a two and two. So he'll take two steps forward, and they take two steps back. It's 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 the craziest thing I've ever seen in in in, in sports. He's just he's hot and cold. There is no warm. So Darvin Ham is getting beat up, rightfully so, because he is terrible at coaching. And I'm sorry, but he is. He has absolutely no idea what he's doing. And no one is there helping him on top of that. You would think that some kind of leadership role from up top can help guide him. This is his first year. Yes, we're being hard on him. But back to what I was saying before, there are mistakes being made that shouldn't take too much thought. There shouldn't be too much. You shouldn't have. This is not an experience issue. This is a execution issue. And not putting the right guys in at the right time or making sure the right guys are taking the shots that is not an experience issue. That is, if you've been coaching in the NBA for the last 10 years, you've been around really good coaching and you've won championships, you should know who's good and who's not good in certain situations. Now, if you can't control your players, egos and all that, I'll, I'll buy that a little bit. Sometimes players can sabotage a team, David Blatt being one from the LeBron era. But these mistakes that continue to happen is just, it's it's it's, it's exhausting and I'm, um, Frankly, uh, just tired, tired of, tired of it, really. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break.
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. If you have a better movie in the can, why is that not the movie that you released in the first place? I would say it's more culturally relevant than The Simpsons and Rick and Morty. Like, it has become a staple of American entertainment. I think Dragon Age 4 is carrying the future of Bioware on its shoulders. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, the Lakers did win. 140 to 132 thanks joe sorry about that was my bad trying to deal with this instagram thing here but also wanted to go ahead and mention he's here today as well good man indeed you got to go ahead and check him out today every time he's here it is the man man from toronto the guy who just can't get out of toronto traffic it is the magic man sean grice and sean also is here somewhat in the faded mist of the darkness of toronto Mm -hmm. but He's still here to go ahead and provide a lot of valuable insight. He was terrific during our playback.tv slash Lakers fast break watch party. Hopefully you'll be able to join him because he was absolutely fantastic in that. But Sean, you brought a lot of insight to this game so far tonight. Your remarkings on the new Hall of Famer, the newest Hall of Famer, Albert Shangun. I'm sorry, just the way he looked tonight. It seemed like it anyways, but. You know, you kept remarking on how the Lakers just could not, could not find a way to stop him. And a guy that is, uh, it just seems to have so many similarities, like a budget Nikola Jokic, because he's certainly not at that level. But my gosh, he certainly looked like it tonight. Definitely, Gerald. Definitely. I was surprised. I've seen him play a few times. I haven't seen him run the floor as much as he ran it tonight. I guess it was just... Go wild on Lakers uh, wet your pants defense. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, He is. I saw what Zanger said previously. We respect Shangun. Everyone knows Shangun can play. He's very sly. Like Gerald has said, he's not the most athletically gifted uh, basketball player in the world. But he does the most with what he has. 35 points on 18 uh, shot attempts is uh, is a heck of a line. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think this might be his career high. Uh, I'll have to double check that, but I think it is. Um, he is a very good player. And people should start paying him the respect he deserves. He's not He's not just a throw-in. Um, he can he can play and he's a very efficient player as well unfortunately we had no size whatsoever to deal with him thomas bryant did his best but uh, as gerald and uh, myself and others have pointed out consistently thomas bryant is is a very is can be a very good rim protector but he's not a very good paint protector um he has no verticality none 
He can be a big body in there and try and be as physical as he can, but you can just shoot it over him because Thomas is afraid to jump. He really is. I agree with you, Zangerstein. Uh, our centers cannot dribble. You know, nope. for all the good things and positive things we'd love to say about Thomas Bryant on the show and the heart that he has, he does have very uh, quite a few liabilities in his game, and we saw that apparent in the past couple games with with him as just he, he cannot elevate, uh, and and he's just a straight line from front to back, great on the break, great hustle, great intensity, but. Unfortunately, but, you see the you see the holes in this game, and it stuck out like tonight, really bad tonight. Him and also Wenyan Gabriel, you saw the the definite holes in their game tonight. Absolutely, Gerald. Absolutely, and and to be to be honest, I would have rather have uh, Shingun uh, uh, doing his thing tonight than um, Kenyon Martin Jr. having a repeat of last night where he was seemingly hitting everything he touched. Um, Houston, Houston, like Gerald was saying, Houston has some very good players, some very talented players, but they're just a very disjointed, not very cohesive, not a lot of chemistry. And it was Gerald's right. I mean, it, it shouldn't have taken the Lakers this long to, uh, to win, but that that's what we're dealing with today. It's clear, though, the question said in the chat, why didn't they utilize Damian Jones? I mean, you're playing against a team that only has 10 wins on the season. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to right down to it, Jamie, it's just a simple <laughs> fact that the, the coach has absolutely zero confidence in Damian this, Jones at all. This, this guy. I know. I can't wait to see it. I'm, I'm going to hit it in a second. But I, I just want to hear your thoughts on this because Damian uh, Jones is getting no burn. At this point, should you just release him and bring in Boogie or something like that? Because it just seems mm-hmm. like, why do you yes. still have him on the roster? Bring in Jay Huff, you know, if that's the case. Play Scotty Pippen Jr. I mean, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it's you know, like he might have a better chance of playing center right now. Than I'm just saying, like, and like he's something. only six one. This is this is kind of my problem with the Slake organization right now. Is it feels like that good ideas are an anathema to them. Like if, if it's semi good, they're like, yeah, I don't know. We wouldn't want to start looking like what we're, we know what we're doing now, would we? Uh, we're doing pretty good with this sort of <laughs> flying by the seat of our pants and building, blowing it up every year, aren't we? Like this is working, isn't it? So I don't know. There's a lot going on in the chat now about you know. Why, why Damian Jones isn't playing. And that's one of the reasons that we want Rob to come out and put a face to this. Coach Ham, I guess, isn't asked about it. Maybe at some point there was like an interview where he gave him out. I haven't seen any news about, news about well, that's, it. And that's a very astute point by Zanger that uh, she said that's because the, ste- the scheme is a drop scheme. Damian Jones is not a drop player. At one time, if I'm sure. not too mistaken, he was supposed to be and was playing as the starting center on this Laker team. <laughs> So yes, he was. at some point he was. that the coaching staff had faith in him in whatever defensive scheme that they were implementing at that time to have him at the front of it. You know, I understand it may not be the scheme may have changed, but if that's the case, why still have him on the roster? That's my question as well. And I would, I would go out two weeks ago and have gotten Boogie Cousins because I love Boogie Cousins. I know he's not going to alter the course of time or reverse the fortunes of the team, but 
for the love of God, like let's let Boogie play like five minutes a game, backing up somebody. Like who cares? Like it was like like last year with Melo. When whenever Melo came in and shot some ridiculous three pointer, all of Staples Center was happy. Like if the team is gonna be craptastic, bring in players that make people happy. At least at, at least do that. At least do that. And this that's 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 another anathema idea to this front office. I'm not saying that Carmelo Anthony or Boogie Cousins is gonna alter the trajectory of the season. Although I feel like they have a better chance of doing that than Davian Jones does at this point. Uh so I don't know. I got I gave up. I, I gave up on the the ability for this front office to put together a, a good idea streak. Uh, it, it's not happening. You know, it hasn't happened yet. Like, like aren't seem... they? Aren't isn't this front office like the idiocracy of NBA franchises? Feels like, feels like a time, Sean. Feels like a times, and like I just don't understand. I mean, there's three things that if you follow the logic tree down on a couple of things from the beginning of the season this summer, it starts to boggle the mind really quickly. Like if you knew you were depending so very much on a Westbrook trade to improve the roster, but then throw it out the window at the last second because, Oh wait, the future, (laughs) right? Like that's that (laughs) logic tree. Then to at some point, I would imagine before the season started, somebody was at least floating that idea. And then to say, like, well, let's still build a roster hinging on such an unlikely I, I this is where I can't I can't there's nowhere where I can follow the logic and go, okay, yep, that that's the that's the idea, that's the through line to that leads to some form you of success. You get what they're doing. I I don't that right nobody no, that's does. What I'm saying. Yes, yeah, you, I agree, Joe. No, hundred percent. No, hundred percent. You 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 would you would want to be like, oh, I see. You bring you're bringing in these kind of players because they do this, that, or this. But it's just like a throwing pasta at the wall, and some of that is cheapness. I think some of that is bad talent evaluation. I think a lot of that is not understanding in the moment or not valuing time as a cheap contract for this team, like how they sign Max Christie. And um, they have a tendency at THT, I want to say. Yeah, similar to what they, they signed him only to a two years, then got back in. Right, like a, if, if you if, if you really believe in the talent, then be like, okay, this is this, it's a three-year prove-me deal. Like you got three years. Like, I don't know. It's it's distressing because I really wanted to believe we couldn't do worse than Jim and Mitch. <laughs> I really wanted to believe that. I don't know that I believe that anymore. Uh, and that's kind of a bummer. And what the only problem is, I mean, it's great that you score 140 points, Joe, when it's only two, two turnovers. I want to give the team a compliment on that. Scoring 140 points, being in transition, as I've always talked about on the show, transition, transition, and only two turnovers, absolutely, it's, that's probably the best you can do offensively. But to still do all so well on that end and yet barely squeak by in this game because it took some free throws at the very end for the Lakers to finally pull out a clutch game against a 10-win team, I, it just 
we should be excited. We should be thrilled about this kind of performance as far as scoring 140 points. But when the Lakers do so poor on the defensive end, it's really hard to get, uh, you know, really enthused about tonight's performance. No, because we were only up two with 50 seconds left. Yeah. And they play like they're a top seed. If this is a a lackadaisical game when they're 10 games over 500, you would understand it. And they're not. They're 20 and 24. They've lost eight games when the game is six points or lower. You have uh, you have a self-proclaimed best player of all time dropping 48, 16, 10, 8, you know, doing all that, all that, and, and you're not winning these games. You have a top three player when he's healthy that's sitting. It's I told you guys, man, it's all over the place. It's it's the most erratic team I've ever seen in my life. You have good things, bad things. Middle things. Russell Westbrook's going to win six man of the year this year, by the way. He's going to win an award for how he plays. I think Norman Powell's got that sewn up. We have, another half, we have a half season left. Uh, the way it's we'll looking, see. Gonna, yeah, Norman um, Powell's still on Toronto. No, he's in Portland, right? No, he's in. He's a Clipper. Huh. I just, <laughs> yeah, that's Jamie. Yeah, okay. Go on, Joe. It's it's just not I I don't have the the enthusiasm that the the enthusiasm is is just not there because we're watching the game and we're seeing what we're watching and it's it's not it, I don't see any consistent professionalism in any facet of this team. There's nothing nothing there with any substance. How do you let Houston score 132 points on <laughs> on your home court? We'd be, I would not be picky if, if they were playing really well. I'd be like, guys, they're, they're taking a night off. They want at on least. Back to back. Believe me, I saw a lot of those games. I will always remember the one Milwaukee game at Staples in February. I remember I, I called my friend up and I said, are you falling asleep? This is the most boring game I've ever watched. They ended up winning the game. But I'm like, wow, that was the worst game I ever watched. It looked like even the fans didn't want to be there. That's fine when you're winning 55 and 60 games. But when you're playing like crap, you would think if you're Darvin Ham, guys, we have the bed. Pardon my French. <laughs> crap the bed. Post-production. You have, you have, how, how, how does, how, does that really sound right? Crap the bed. You crapped the bed for three straight games after winning five in a row. And why? Why? Because your best player decides to sit one of those games and completely destroys the momentum. And now, can we can we ask for you to kind of make this Houston team, which is the worst team record-wise in the league, can you maybe get the kinks out on this one? No. You play no defense. You are neck and neck. You make other players that are marginal look like Lou Alcindor in his prime. And I said Lou Alcindor because I wanted to go when he was Lou Alcindor in UCLA. That's how deep. Okay. What, <laughs> what is going on here? Like, are you, do you have any control, any pulse in trying to get this team to mentally get who on this team? 
You have a lot of guys that are on one-year contracts. How can you not motivate these guys to play all out so that they can go get their money at the end of the year? But there is nothing there. There is no substance there at all when you want it. It's just not there. If 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 LeBron doesn't make those shots towards the end, they lose this game. Yeah. They lose this game to the Houston Rockets because they're mentally they're mental midgets. And it starts with the 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 guys on top, the coaching and the players. They don't know how to focus. They don't know how to have any pride to play hard. And, and, and make a statement after sucking for three games for no reason. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers finally get a road on this homestand, 140 to 132, celebrating Martin Luther King Jr. birthday. It's hopefully everybody will celebrate it. Hopefully everybody has celebrated and hopefully everybody's had a great three-day weekend. But we've still got plenty to talk about here on the show. Sean, I'm going to turn it over to you and your thoughts on this game. Again, when it comes down to it, we were talking during the game on the live watch party about how it is when, and I think also Henry pointed this out from Courtside Lakers quite astutely, when LeBron sits out the game, when he sits down, it you can see it, it's like night and day. And today was a great representation of it. You're talking about one of the worst teams in the NBA. And as soon as LeBron went out, it seemed like the Lakers were so much worse. Uh, completely, Gerald. It, it's almost as if um, you go from uh, from you know a Shakespearean production to watching a bunch of ten year olds try and uh, do uh, marionettes. Um, it's a disaster when he's not on the court. I have no idea. He's actually have, reading it now. Yeah, <laughs> I for the life of me, I have no idea why. Russell Westbrook, if he's on the court, goes through all the progressions and understands what they want to do in the half court. But that never happens. No. It's it doesn't happen. Um, he's he was able to do that in Houston. He was able to do that in Washington. He was able to do that in Oklahoma City. But for some reason, as a Laker, as soon as LeBron exits, Russ. Russ has the torch passed to him, and we just look like a freaking. Uh, I'll I'll use uh, a nice term, poop show. It, it's a poop show when uh, when LeBron is uh, off the court, and we have to watch this uh, brown mess. It's uh, very much of a brown mess. By the way, congratulations on earning your title as the mayor of Toronto. Uh, according mm-hmm. to John McCallion. By the way, go ahead and like and subscribe to John McCallion's YouTube channel I, I today. I can go for a key to the city right now. There you go. Absolutely. And then you can sell it on eBay. But I will say that with the Lakers right now, still not looking great on the defensive end. I I understand Jamie AD brings a lot to defense. We always talked about when he was healthy and on that big run, he was, uh, as far as the defensive rating is concerned, Number one, or in the top three at certain various points this season in the NBA in defensive rating. I understand he's that good as far as helping your defense, but to me, it just seems like as soon as he went out, it just means this defense has just collapsed. Remember when we started the season where we couldn't score and and just really could defend that you know teams were only scoring a little bit uh, you know above one hundred. They would you know the defensive rating was, was uh, in the top five. Everything was looking pretty good there. 
AD seems to, I understand, is the catalyst of all this, but my gosh, he's not the total answer between why you went from fifth to what seemingly 30th in the NBA in defense. It's about 30th. I, uh, it's gone I think off that, the rails. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a couple of things. I think one, when AD went down, I think I, I posed a, a hypothesis that the Lakers will have to make a choice that they're either going to outscore opponents or continue this level, try to continue that level of defense. And I, I have to say, I think they wisely chose to try to outscore their opponents, whether that's a, whether that's intelligent as a long-term plan or not is certainly debatable, but without AD, without Reeves, without Lonnie Walker, without Pat Bev, you know, the Laker defensive identity is tied up in those five players more than any other one. None, none of the guys talk, we talk about now are like mentioned as, and we're going to rely on these guys for defense, not a one. They all can kind of score sometimes, um, which is why it takes you know, a perfect game from Russ, right? Like no turnovers at least. Yeah, uh, I would I, I would say JTA is probably the best of the bunch. Best of the bunch and he and that but he's undersized, outweighed, yep. outskill. Like he tried yep. I, I will say that he tries. I will say that yes. when Ian Gabriel tries, yes. I'll say that even that Thomas Bryant tries, but they lack the yes. skill, they lack the ability, they lack the physical uh, presence to like, I mean, watching Thomas Bryant and Winnie Gabriel try to stop Embiid was comical. It was just comical. He just moved them, and you know, that should have been an easy game for Philly to win, right? Like, they should have been, they sh- the, the mindset should have been Joel for 70. Like, mm-hmm. don't be content with 30, don't be content with 40. You can score 50 to 60, probably 70 points against this Laker team if you try, because who is going to stop you? Nobody. And so, uh, they I they did choose, I feel like, the right course of action. I, I just don't know how you pick those pieces back up. I don't know until you get I mean, this is I kind of have a question for Sean is what given the nature of AD's injury, which is a as I understand it, is a stress reaction to the foot caused by a floating piece of bone inside of the foot. And since it's still there, like, what is the likelihood that when he gets back that running and jumping like you do in a game just brings it back fairly quickly, like within a week to two weeks to a month? Yeah, I I, I would say uh, not good, Jamie. Not good. Like a high likelihood that a basic return to action would. And this is how Again, this is hypothetical. Yeah, I know. Well, if they want to, we are no, we are not yeah. one medical professionals here. We'll yeah, no, game. but I mean, if they want to, if they want to bring him back a few days before the the All Star game, he's probably not going to be back to his self by probably the end of uh, February. Probably good. Take at least two and a half weeks. Yeah, that's my fear. I guess is that like to rev up. Somebody was like. The rev up and just get back to speed. But yeah, and somebody else in the chat, I want to say it was, I can't remember who it was, uh, asked about trades and there will be no trade. This, this whole, they just are creating obstacles, uh, to, to success. This whole, we're looking for a player who's going to be impactful with us in, for three years. What, what player like that is available right now? <laughs> who is that for our two draft picks and Russ? Like what? <laughs> what? <laughs> so, this is just the third obstacle that they've created this season towards, you know, 
anything at all. I, I don't understand, I guess, why they just didn't have AD do the surgery right away. Uh, it just seems like we're waiting for him to get hurt again. And unless, I, I don't know. I, I, it just seems, <laughs> it he, just well, seems like it's, here's what it seems like to me, Jamie, and, and maybe you disagree, maybe you don't. It seems like his inability to have a set timeline of coming back is a veneer for Polinka to avoid a sense of incompetence. I agree with that 100%. That's 100% right. <laughs> I 100% agree with that. A veneer is the perfect word. It's just a it's a cheap lacquer. Yeah. That's what it feels like. <laughs> it's a cheap lacquer for Rob's uh, really great choices. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers do win 140 to 132. <laughs> you wouldn't know it. You wouldn't know it by this podcast, <laughs> but it is a frustrating win to say the least because yeah. of the way the Lakers played defense and how they I'll looked take overall. I'll take them all. You know, minus LeBron, again, Russell Westbrook, though, did give them a lift at times. But, you know, again, some head-scratching moments, 24 points, four assists, five rebounds, though no turnovers. Again, two turnovers for the game, Joe. You've got to look at that as a positive. But still, when it comes to the Lakers, without LeBron, you got to give that man some rest. 36 minutes again tonight. We're gonna. We're just gonna rub the tires until they're freaking bald. Yep, <laughs> that's true. This is the second year you've wasted his talent, his extended talent, and I don't see anything changing next year. We have to hold our hopes that AD. We're leaking healthy. oil faster than the Tin Man. We're we're going. They're gonna go into twenty. 2023-2024 with AD and hoping that he stays healthy again. And when oh, he yeah. stops and when he gets injured again, we're going to be right back here repeating everything we're repeating again, hoping that we don't lose an audience because we're repeating everything. The problem with our repeating is they're repeating everything and we're repeating the repeating. We're, we're telling you what we're seeing. It's the same thing every game, every week. Nothing of any substance. So we're just calling the game. We're calling what we see. What is the solution? There's a hundred solutions on this. They're not doing any of them. They're sitting back, hiding, not doing anything, hoping, hoping, hope. What does hope do? Hmm. Yeah, you told me about that during the hope when hope is your only asset you will be a failure in life you could hope that there's no rain tomorrow sure that's hope but what if there is do you have a plan do you know what you're gonna do if it does rain though i can hope that i'll live to 100 is it gonna happen no it's not gonna rain okay so the the hope business is for typically for people who are either delusional or don't want to think too much. So pol politicians are a government worker. Politicians, the problem with pol <laughs> the problem with politicians is they have to answer to certain people and they can't veer off too much, otherwise people get hurt. 
in this situation, which is why you got to make a lot of crazy promises, right? (laughs) Just you just got to get in, right? But in this case, this is sports. Sports is about results. Politicians are about staying in your place and just giving just enough to keep your job. In sports, you can't do that. I mean, I guess you could if you're the Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, they had Marvin Lewis coach them for 20 years and didn't even want a freaking playoff game. So the Lakers, and, and, and worse, it's the Lakers. You're talking about the top three franchise on the planet. For sure, top five. And it's being run by people who are not they I wouldn't have them running a convenience store in the nicest place in town. They're buffoons. They have absolutely no idea what they're doing. Rob might know what he's doing when he's agent guy. Jeannie might know how to sell tickets to the circus. That's that's what she did for 30 years, right? Or whatever it is that she did. What else? Darvin Ham was an assistant for what 10, 12 years? That's like a quarter, that's like a player in college, in college basketball playing four years. What what what's taking you so long? What took you so long? That's his position. Will he get better? I don't know. It's probably not the right team. He should not have been the coach of the LA Lakers at this time. He should have gone to a safer place, someplace where there's not a lot of uh pressure. But guess what? No one hired him. The Lakers did. Well, Frank Vogel wasn't good enough, right? He just won you a championship a season ago or two seasons ago. But apparently no one wanted to listen to a championship coach. He's only one of four guys that have won a championship in a Laker organization. Got completely. What is it? What is that word that John came up with? Fletulence? 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 Some type of F I, I did not want to come here and be depressed and sound depressed and depress the courtside people that are probably just tuning in for the first time. But for those of you who are tuning in, I am just reporting what we've seen tonight, even though it was a win. And the only kudos I'm, I'm giving is, I mean, you can give it to Westbrook to a degree too. He played out a good game. But this is an embarrassment, guys, allowing 132 points to the Houston Rockets after you absolutely butchered the last three games because of your laziness and your inability to understand your situation. And this is the result. This is the result. What's going to happen in the next game? Are you going to come out and match their intensity? Why don't you just play hard all the time and and win this game so that LeBron can sit in the fourth quarter, at least for this game? We know that the NBA has changed. We know it's not the the norm anymore where you can do that every other game. Can you at least do it against a 10-80 and team? That's all I ask. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. Once again, the Lakers did win. 
it could be hard to tell listening to this podcast, but 140 to 132, they do pull away in the final well, seconds. Go well, ahead, Sean. But, yeah, no, Gerald, I mean, you said it You said it right there. Uh, let, let's look at it. This is a, a group. Uh, I'm talking about the Houston Rockets now. This is a young team. You're in L.A. for a back-to-back with the Clippers and the Lakers. Of course, of course they went out last night. So you lose. You go out last night, you party, you come back, and you still have you still put up one thirty two somehow. That's that's where our defense is. It's one thirty two on a back to back, not the back to back you you played, the back to back that the team put the other team played, and you let them score one thirty two. That's pretty hard to do. You got to be a pretty putrid defense to allow something like that. Um, so if they're like, uh, Joan Jamie have said, and both have speculated, and I think they're, they're probably going to end up being right. This team doesn't make any moves, no moves. So, and let me, let me, let me connect to that, Sean. I want you guys to understand we are regular people. Not sitting on our underwear. I have to make that clear. We're just regular people at home or in our office or on our. Yeah. Imagine. Yeah, that's other. Imagine the other 29 teams with half a brain. You don't think they know this? I know for a fact. If I was a GM of the Sixers, Magic, Pelicans, I'm sitting there going, I know what's going on in LA. I'm not going to give that guy. A, a, a little safety pin, let alone something that he needs. I'm going to let them die there. That's that's the reality of that. No one's giving the Lakers jack. What is that word he said again? Crap, In, dude. There you go. Nothing. We're going to find a word here. We're going to find a word before, before the end of the night. They're not going to give them anything. They're going to want those two picks. And they'll ask. Bogdanovich trade, I guarantee you Detroit asked for two picks. Mm-hmm. They're not going to ask you for one. They want both. Just to mess with the Lakers. Yeah, why wouldn't you? That's what you created. You created a, a atmosphere where your number one player of all time called you guys his own franchise, his own family, backstabbers. Ooh, That's where job. everything really started. Yeah, Magic traded Muscala for for for. Zubac, uh, but that 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 was I don't know that was a precursor. We haven't used that word in a while. That was a precursor to the eventual backstabbing, and now everything is just. I thought Jim Buss was bad. I mean, come on, Rob is making Jim Buss look like Jerry West at this point. <laughs> Once again, the Lakers do win one forty one thirty two. Jamie, when it comes to what the Lakers have up on the road ahead, they do have Sacramento on Wednesday night, and they actually close out the the homestand coming up shortly thereafter. But we'll go ahead and focus in on Sacramento, which was a winner on the road at San Antonio tonight. They're playing extremely well. They're now six games above 500, 24-18 on the season. In a position where if things had gone our way on some of these last minute, last second calls and mistakes and things of that nature, these games that the Lakers could have easily won, we'd be 
24 and 18. So I want to hear your thoughts on this. What do you see the Lakers maybe doing differently or actually similar? Because remember, they, they were the last team that beat Sacramento and prevented the Sacramento Kings from lighting the beam. What can they get from that victory that they can translate into Wednesday's game? From tonight? Uh, I mean, just keep playing hard. That's the that that's what this team can do. The, the, LeBron has to be excellent. Russ has to be close to perfect, and the whole team has to play hard. That's that's all you can ask at this. Honestly, <laughs> uh, like uh, Kendrick Dunn, find something worth you know. Find something like uh, Schroeder's streaky. You know he's gonna go hot and then cold, and I, he's kind of maybe hopefully coming out of a cold slot. I, I don't you know. We got to play a great game. I feel like Sacramento's going to come in looking to prove that we were lucky last time. Yeah. Very wow. interesting to see at least what will happen. Sean, go ahead. You were about to ready to say something, my friend. Yeah, Gerald, uh, our, our good friends at StatMuse just uh, posted this. Alperin Shangun is now the youngest center in NBA history to have 30 points, 10 rebounds, and 5 assists in a game. Before he held this record. It belonged to one Shaquille O'Neal. Wow. <laughs> there you That's go. Funny. And thank you, Lakers, I guess, for that. Wow. Right. It, goes to tell, yeah. it goes to show you how empty stats have become in the NBA. True. Indeed, Joe. I mean, his empty stats almost won them the game, though, so not that yeah. empty. Not no, that it, empty. It's empty. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, well, you know what, you know. <laughs> empty like my empathy folder for humanity in my roller. We guy, we have a guy that had triple double averages for four years and didn't win diddly poo. Yeah, there you go. Enough. Is your yeah. word? Yeah, no, no. I think I think it's just diddly the poo. the point the point I was trying to make is that this year, for for whatever reason, somebody always always is a first. There's always something unprecedented. That happens when you play this Lakers defense. The question is going to be is if they win on Wednesday, let's say, are they going to sit LeBron on Friday when they play Memphis? They're just going to give that up as a loss. Right? They're going to say, oh, well, we're probably going to lose this game, right? This is the problem. This is the irritation with this team. You can't keep – I know they did – I know they did that both – oh, I almost – I caught myself, Gerald. I almost swore there. Caught myself. Uh, if they're going to pull this fluff again, Joe, I don't I don't think they're going to pull this crap again. Oh, they will. Oh, they may, but you can't keep tossing away games like this, even, even in uh, – even, go ahead, Gerald. Well, because you know, if AD comes back, let's say let's say close to around the All Star break, let's say early February ish, whatever, you know, for the rest of the season, they're not going to play many back to backs. You know, for the rest of the no. season, if there's anything like a weekend game, like a Friday Sunday game, there's a very good chance they might have them sit down. So you already know that you're not going to get the total amount of games that AD is going to be able to be eligible for, even if he doesn't get hurt again, simply because they're going to be so afraid to go ahead and play him on a back-to-back or games close in similarity to each other. When it comes to LeBron, you're going to be doing the same thing. So really you're talking about another five to seven schedule losses on the roster on left on left on the schedule, which is absolutely insane right now with the Lakers already 
behind and trying to climb it, up it's 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 it, it's it's a math problem that's what it is it's a math problem see when you i've i've never done this but i've spoken to one when you're a pilot and you're about to go up into the air there's only so much runway you have only so much before you can get it up in the air if they want to sit lebron on a friday on a wednesday on a back-to-back, sure, you can go ahead and you do that. But see this? You're running out of this. You're running out of it. Me and Gerald talked about it last year. You're running out of it. Once you run out of this, the plane can't take off anymore. And it's going to crash into the trees. That's what's going to happen if they keep sitting him. Well, it's going to be very disappointing to see that, but I'm not going to put it past him at this point because... The Lakers, uh, you know, they put themselves in such a position and to just keep on with these schedule losses, it, it just hurts you even more. It it makes that climb back up to relevancy in the Western Conference that, that much more difficult. It, and it, that's the it, problem. It, it does, Gerald, and that's a huge problem because if you're going to get past this log jam, you need to beat some of these teams. You've lost to the Clippers twice. You've lost to the Mavericks twice. You've lost to the Suns twice. You can't keep you can't keep losing season series to these teams because those games matter. If you're tied at the end of the year, that goes that goes into deciding whether or not you get a sixth spot or a seventh spot. And you can't keep just dropping them. Just you can't. It, it's it's inconceivable. It's stupid. But but like Joe said, stupid is as stupid does. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. Lakers do win 140-132. We'll be back on Wednesday for the playback.tv slash Lakers fast break. Watch party there for you. It's going to be at 7.30, I believe is the game time, I think. If it will go ahead and check. But before we head on out, Jamie, Joe, Sean, any thoughts on the game or what the Lakers need to do to get back on track on a, maybe on a winning streak this time around before we head on out? Yeah, Gerald. Um, your next 10 games, I'll read them off. Versus the Kings, versus the Grizzlies, at the Blazers, <laughs> versus the Clippers, the Spurs, at Boston, at Brooklyn, at the Knicks. At Indiana, at New Orleans, of those ten games, nine of those teams are in the playoffs right now. That road trip is brutal. or fighting or fighting for a playoff spot. You need to win at least seven of those ten to give yourself a realistic shot. If you want to, if you want to do any kind of noise, if you if you if you lose any more than five, kiss it goodbye. That's the season. The season is the next ten games, Gerald. Absolutely. I think that's a great observation. Yeah, I think that's awesome. I agree with that. I agree with that. Any last thoughts, Jamie? <laughs> I just want on? to thank I want to thank Petting My Cat for both listening to John and uh following all the rules of the uh, chat. So Petting My Cat, if I had a goal star to give away, I'd give it to you. Um That's right, Howard. The Spurs are <laughs> is the only probable win on that scale. I uh, I even I mean I they, we barely beat, you know, I, there's no probable wins with this team. I don't feel like. 
I, I want to, but I, I don't. So, hey. Um, <laughs> I, I'm just going to be real, man. I can't be like, you know what, dude? I really think if we play hard, this team's got a chance to go 5-5. Five and five. I don't see us going 5-5. Five no, five. That I, road I trip is brutal. That five-game road trip is brutal. It decides uh, the season, Jamie. It decides the season. Uh, every year, you want it to decide the season. But this year, I'm like, I wish we could have won just the two AD free throw games. Yeah, just, just a the handful. Two. If you want just those two, two or three more, this would look I know. so bad. This, it would not be so daunting, but I think you're right. Like These next 10 games really it's 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 a, it's that's the do marbles you, man do you got the onions i don't know or onions. do you not got the onions i i think i think it's more stone and talent but <laughs> yes let's hope they bring the onions you have the girth i okay before right. we head off can we, we, can, uh, you know i always want to play this out with like a song joe and then i realize that i'll get a shut down like joe and i almost did last night and i'd like to thank the lakers fast break lawyers for avoiding that calamity this is america uh, yeah i think you could i think you playing you know if you play it at any time you you're fine on that i think you're fine playing any tune i'd like to i'd like to thank the uh the law firm of ashley simpson and simpson uh okay. For bailing us out last night when we got the we got booted off the internet, but you know, Joe, any last thoughts on the way out? No, I think I, I've given you my thoughts enough tonight. Oh yes, you have indeed. But <laughs> once again, it's the Lakers. Fast the Lakers break. win. No, well they yes they did win one forty one thirty two. But if you have any we're questions down. for us, always we're available at Lakers Fast Break. We're available any on social media all over the place. Facebook, Twitter, Trovo, also as well. We can go ahead. What and is find Trovo? What is Trovo? That's a streaming uh, service. It's just, it, yeah, it's just similar to what you see on Twitch. It's a wannabe Twitch. They're trying hard. They're okay. try, doing a. Are they hoping there. they're going to be better than Twitch? <laughs> <laughs> With their success ratio and their subscribership, yes, the hope is waka, there. Waka waka waka. But I will say again, if you want to go ahead and ask us any questions or comments, please feel free to do so in the comments below on YouTube or as well, Twitch, Trovo, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, not only Lakers Fast Break on Instagram, but also as well, of course, Courtside Lakers. And thank you again, Henry Hart, for allowing us the opportunity to be a part of the Courtside Lakers community. It is truly appreciated. Hopefully we can try and live stream there consistently and see if we can get a little bit more fan base out of it. It's truly appreciated. Late Night Lakers with Joe Sorrell. Why wouldn't you? Why should you just listen to us? We got the girth. There you go. I already copped Late Night Lakers, John. You can't take that from me. I'll, I will see yeah. you in court with the law firm of Ashley Simpson and Simpson backing me with all of its power and majesty. Mm-hmm. Danny says rockets were launching tonight, but Lakers laser satellite zapped. You know what? Danny, it's great to have you watching. We truly appreciate it. Your your positivity and your uh, just your Laker Tom enthusiasm really you know uh, shine through tonight. Jamie, it's really I'll good see, to have you a part of the chat. I'll see your Ashley Simpson and Simpson, and uh, <laughs> I'll raise you the frozen caveman lawyer that was Phil Hartman. <laughs> I like when he was fight. Frankenstein. I do too. I don't know about all of your future analytics and interviews. 
But what I do know is that my client deserves 1.2. We call them analytics on this show. <laughs> Listen, I'm pretty sure you'll be hearing from my lawyers, Joe. So uh, just for fun. Thanks so much again to John McCallion. Please go ahead and check out his channel on YouTube. Also, again, Danny, thanks so much. Petting my cat, who has now been, I guess, installed into the Hall of Fame as far as the Hall goat. Oh, yeah. Yes, right there for you in the chat. Great job, as always. The Best guy chat, behind. Man. Hashtag team replay right there for you, Penny My Cat. Also, as well, Z, incredible as always. Z. You know, just, yes, Howard Hill, truly great having you here as well. Thank you so much. Gary A, you've been a regular as well. Gotta Gary A, shout out yes. to Gary A, he's yes. funny. Shout, shout out to Gary heart, A. Howard heart and Soul Award goes Funny how? Yes. Funny, strange. Okay. Like, like I'm a clown? Tycoon Rave. Tycoon Rave what, is a regular a, as well. Great one. to have you here. Yes. Yes, at, at PMC is in the LFB Hall of Fame. Absolutely, indeed. As once again, Sanger Stein is on the Hall of Fame, too. It is the That's Lakers winning 141-32. And we'll be back on Wednesday for the Lakers Fast Break Live Watch Party. Don't forget, I'm going to do this in honor of John, the Pop Culture Cosmos right there for you at Pop Culture Cosmos, wherever you get your podcasts, where we talk all the greatest and latest in pop culture and wouldn't you know it on the latest episode of pop culture cosmos is these guys right here these guys right oh, there look at that right there jamie sweet and joe sorrow are on the episode and they didn't even know it so actually That's I had to steal some, yes so i had to borrow some footage there to uh, finish out <laughs> the day it, was you it guys talking was about it... what you talked about chipotle being bad you get oh, it McDonald's. is bad no. iPhone versus Samsung. You guys had some thoughts there. You had some thoughts on some movies. So I'm like, you know what? I'll think no, I'll throw this I got off. thoughts, Gerald. And I, I also have pants. I know we were, we tied it. This is, we tied, well, Joe had to stand say. up last week and make sure everybody, to let everybody know he was wearing pants, yeah. not in his underwear. <laughs> we don't got to do that tonight. We, gotta, we don't got to do that tonight. We just uh, stick it off for granted. Yeah, stick I got my Bruce Lee shirt on. I'm good. I'm good. Yes. No, yeah, me too. And I, I got, got some pants, pants on. What are you talking about? That's right. Oh, John McKinley says Chipotle is the goat. Well, um, Jamie says no. If you mean gastro-obstructionist yes. assault to your tract, yes, that is, uh, that I is exactly started what frequently. Is. I started frequenting Chipotle after they had all their, their PR issues and their PR nightmare and getting all those people sick. And once they realized that they were... So petting my cat, that's why you're the... So I am, I'm on Team Chipotle. I'm on so Team Chipotle. So Chipotle over P.F. Chang's? So and petting my Boy, cat says he'd rather... P.F. Chang's win. Yeah, you're right. The last yeah. 10 years. Holy yeah. crap. Why, why does I've never eaten at either before? establishment. Yeah, me neither. I've had, no, I can't say that. I've never eaten a P.F. Chang's. I have eaten it twice at Chipotle. Neither last, experience. last but twice. not least, I do want to give a shout out to all the tremendous viewers all around the world that actually catch our show. In fact, I was watching today. I know you got last week, not this past week, but the week before, we were actually near the top 100 of basketball shows in the world and also in the, on the in the U.S., this week, we've got a ton of people listening and watching from all around the world, and I cannot thank everybody enough. All the listeners in Spain, the Philippines, Singapore, the Czech Republic, just all over, you know, just so many great places around the world listen to the Lakers Fast Break, and we truly appreciate it. Danny says he's the captain and he wants an autograph. I don't get it, but 
Okay. He's 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 fired up, man. He's he's on fire. He is. He is. Yeah. Absolutely. He's crying. He's crying. So great, great to have him aboard. If you haven't subscribed yet, Danny, like, or if you haven't subscribed, like subscribe, please like and subscribe, and uh, maybe we will get you an electronic autograph. And give us a five-star review. Yes, wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, (laughs) absolutely. Plus, everybody out there, we are looking for contestants. (laughs) Joe Soro and Sean Grice are looking for people to match up against as far as for Lakers trivia. I do want to get a Lakers trivia show off the ground. So if you are interested (laughs) in matching wits. Was, petting my cat, was. With Joe Soro and Sean Grice, please go ahead and hit us up today wherever you get your podcast or on social media or LakersFastBreak at Yahoo.com. Danny says he is the NBA God and NFL God too. Wow. He's okay. Bo Jackson. He's Bo Jack. He's Bo Jerry Ooh, West Jackson. NFL is going to be hard to beat me in NFL. Okay. Well, again, Danny or anyone else out there, if you know your Lakers trivia, go ahead and hit me up. Although I did stump up. Joe with a really hard question about the NFL. Lakers fast break at Yahoo. No, the NBA. Twenty thousand point scores. Now, one last question before we head out. Adam Don't interrupt me, G. Adam really put this in. Does Darvin Ham need to start winning at small forward? Yes. No. <laughs> only, only if he's taking large amounts of masculine. Yes. Ooh, well then, yes. I mean, it's all. Let's hope he plays well there. There we go. Well, he probably would. <laughs> is this Tom Brady's last Let, season? Let's, let's hope that we all get is some he... mescaline. No, no. Tom Brady's playing until he's 50. Uh, you're get dead. ready. Your father he's now going to Miami or he's going to the Raiders. That. That's right. Come on, kids. He looked go. terrible this season, says John. What do you mean he looked I mean, terrible? The guy no, had the most, most completions got, in NFL history this year. He's the, he's the strongest. History. Negative body fat person I've ever seen. 490 completed passes this year. The problem is the NFL is stubborn. They can't understand that Todd Bowles can't coach in the NFL, at least as a head coach. How do you drop off so much? Come on, people. Tom Brady needs to go to Miami, actually. I would go to Miami because that team just needs a quarterback. They have Tua. Tua can't stay healthy. Because ah, they can't block for him. <laughs> when you're getting bounced off the turf all the time, is that really you or your? You know what? I want. I want to. I want to. I'd like to address something that Danny just said, and I just like to say, Danny, we're all allowed to win. Yes. And I'm wearing pants. what? He said that Tom Brady is allowed to win. Allowed to I'm win saying one. that we're you got all the guys won for 22 years. Uh, yes, yes, uh, Danny. Tom did lose today. They, their, their season's over. Tom's season's is over. So the, the, no more Tom Brady the, for a while. The, the one takeaway is that sadly, the Tom Brady Mike Evans love affair is over, and I doubt they'll see each other again before the Tampa Bay Buccaneers re- championship reunion. Petting my cat says he should go to the 49ers. There's no way he should go to the 49ers. I'm on Team Purdy. That's the greatest story right now in the NFL. The last pick. Is this Mr. still a Laker podcast? Yes, it is. Mr. Irrelevant. <laughs> but we, Mr. We, Irrelevant we beat, going all the way beat. to the Super Bowl. That would be awesome. You got another trivia question for the NBA, Sean, that we can answer before we go? Yes. Well, that's, a good, that's a good way of taking it out. Yes. Go ahead, Sean. He's thinking about it. He's thinking oh, about it. Oh, God. He's mulling it over. It's a prelude. It's a... Precursor to the show. Yeah. All right. 
Come on, Sean. You can do it. You can do it, man. You can do it. NFL fast break. No, no. Ding, no, no, ding, no, no, no. ding. I could totally do that. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, 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 ding. Okay, Joe. All right, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. Okay. I had to go get my pants, which I was wearing. Hold on, let me do my bleachage thing. That's good. That's good. You got to use that. Name, name the two NBA players who have won three championships in three different decades. Wow, that's a and he you you did this on the spot. Very impressive, Sean. Very impressive. John Sally. He's one. Ori. Not Ori. No, it didn't do it in the eighties. Uh, hold on. George, George. Michael. I know this. I know this. I know this. Trust me. I'll get it. I have no um, idea. I'm already out. I'm, I'm one for three. So remember, two different players won four different championships. Oh. Tim Duncan. Very good, Joe. Very oh. good. Oh. <laughs> I should have put my hands up so you guys know I didn't check it. I didn't. I swear to God. Well, Sa- obviously, Sally won both of his with the Pistons in uh, 89. Sally won, Sally won two in 89 and 90 with Detroit. Won that's in 96 right. with the Bulls and then the Lakers in 2000. In 2000, that's right. Tim Duncan won in 99. Obviously, won in 2003, 2005, 2007, and then won one in 2014. 14. Oh. The question was, John... Which players have won a title in three different de- decades? So, yes. God, that was a freaking beautiful question, Sean. Yeah. Oh I, 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 you know what? I came. Uh, dude, you if guys you're gonna, put the pressure on. Dude, man. if you're you're like you're like uh, Chris Mad Dog Russo during the Super Bowl, uh, he has these trivia so he can give out uh, Super Bowl tickets. And <laughs> hey, 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 take it easy. I like man. his style. Take it easy. <laughs> Uh, at you literally if you that's not fair. That's not fair. That's not fair. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, that was uh, that was as that was as bad arse uh, of a question in the moment <laughs> on time as you could have asked. And guys, yes, that's how we roll. We know right, what we're so talking if about. You want and to don't ever ahead. interrupt me again, G. Ever. <laughs> want to go ahead and help us start out with another great show a lakers trivia show please go ahead and let us know lakers fast break at yahoo.com or hit us up on lakers flies with us this 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 episode of lakers fast break brought to you by the law firm of ashley simpson and simpson all right well again if i could just say again so that these guys are not joking Please, if you are interested in matching wits against Sean and Joe, please let us know. Lakers fast break at yahoo.com. Once again, the Lakers did win 140-132. We'll be back on Wednesday night starting with the awesome Lakers fast break right there for you on playback.tv at 7.30. Then, of course, around 10-ish Pacific time. It is the post game right here. Thanks so much for watching. Again, great job by Danny, the ultra positive right there for you. Mr. John McCallion, petting my cat, Zangerstein, Howard Hill, 
just everybody just we have great the best job. we Adam, have the best chat the in best the world. Lakers chat you can, that's out there. Put, the best yeah the, the best you could put you could put Daddy's chats scrolling by to yakety sax and it would be pretty awesome. Yes. <laughs> Uh, well, thanks so much again for watching this thing. Can Lakers truth take names while playing simultaneously kicking ass? Uh, that's a question. Hey, 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 hey. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're supposed to say Laffer. You're supposed to say it the Irish way. Really? You see? Oh, you're talking You're talking about my dinner here. Oh, yeah. Maybe that was a horrible Irish accent. Well, I would see anybody else do better. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it as well. Howard Hill, thanks so much. No offense to anyone in Ireland. Absolutely. Absolutely. Please. Now that we've shut off the entire country of Ireland, we're just going to go ahead and get it on out. Thanks so much again for being part. Well, that's our next goal, seemingly, of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.